Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Have you ever thought that you were right only to find yourself out as wrong? Have you ever thought you were aware of what's going on and then realize something totally different was going on? Have you ever thought someone was lying to you and then found out they were actually telling the truth? Have you ever become aware of being unaware? A woman was waiting at an airport one night with several long hours before her flight. She hunted for a book in the airport shop, bought a bag of cookies, and found a place to drop. She was engrossed in her book but happened to see that the man beside her, as bold as could be, grabbed a cookie or two from the bag between, which she ignored to avoid a scene. She munched cookies and watched the clock as the gutsy cookie thief diminished her stock. She was getting more irritated as the minutes ticked by, thinking, if I weren't so nice, I'd blacken his eye. With each cookie she took, he took one too. When only one was left, she wondered what he'd do. With a smile on his face and a nervous laugh, he took the last cookie and broke it in half. He offered her half as he ate the other. She snatched it from him and thought, Oh, brother, this guy has some nerve and he's also quite rude. Why, he didn't even show any gratitude. She had never known when she'd been so galled and sighed with relief when her flight was called. She gathered her belongings and headed to the gate, refusing to look back at that thieving ingrate. She boarded the plane and sank in her seat, then sought her book, which was almost complete. As she reached in her bag, she gasped with surprise why there was her bag of cookies in front of her eyes. If mine are here, she moaned with despair. Then the others were his, and he wanted to share. Too late to apologize, she realized with grief that she was the rude one, the ingrate, the thief. You know, Valerie Cox penned one of my favorite poems. You know why it's one of my favorite? Because nobody responds to reality. We respond to our perception of reality. You know, sometimes we think we're giving and we're really taking. I'm sure all of us can relate to times in our lives when we felt absolutely certain our perceptions were right, only to find the truth in a totally different light. And today I want you to ask yourself this question. Have you been the cookie thief more times than you'd like to admit? And maybe it's not about a cookie thief. Maybe it's just a perception Maybe it's an awareness or a lack 
of awareness. Because one thing I tell people all the time is you don't know what you don't know. I don't know what I don't know. We don't know what we don't know. And it could be right in front of you, but the lack of awareness makes it unknown, unseen. Have you ever had your glasses on top of your head? Maybe not on your eyes, but pulled up on your scalp, you know, pulled up how people hold them and been looking everywhere for your glasses? Have you ever had your glasses on your face and asked someone where your glasses are? I've done that. Have you ever driven home before without realizing how you drove home? You wound up the house, but you were mentally somewhere else, but your body was doing everything it was supposed to be doing? Today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to be joined by Hope and Change. You see, awareness is important for any type of change. If you're not aware of your environment or aware of your desires or aware of how to change or, or what needs to change, then change is most likely not going to take place. If you don't know you're hurting somebody, then why would you stop hurting them? See, what happens in life is we numb ourselves down. Life is meant to be an undulating line. It has highs and lows, peaks and valleys. And we stop dreaming. We get disappointed. We get let down. We get abandoned. So we no longer go too high. And, and, and pain, some of us experience so much pain that we just go numb. Why do you think we self-medicate with drugs and alcohol and pornography and promiscuity? We got to numb it down because God uses pain as a great motivator and we don't like the pain. So we, we just pop and smoke and, and do all kinds of things so we don't feel the pain instead of dealing with the cause of the pain. This numbing down, this losing of the awareness that change needs to take place can be devastating. This is the country we live in. It's everybody else. I'm going to tell you right now, the problems in this country, it's us. And the more we realize it's us, and the more we work on us, and the more we change us, the more likely USA will come back. You see, when we're not consciously aware, we cannot honestly assess our problems, nor can we reach our potential. And today's Hour of Power, I'm going to be joined by graduates from Team 251. And I'm going to lay the foundation of counting, I mean, coasting no more with Team 251. Because here's the problem. We start coasting. We start going through the motions, and we don't even realize we're doing it. It's boiling frogs. If you put a frog in a pot of boiling water, that creature is smart enough to jump out of there. It's hot. But if you put that frog in a lukewarm pot of water and you slowly bring it to a boil, I've been told you might want to have some garlic butter ready. <laughs> I knew John was going to do that. <laughs> Sensory acuity, becoming aware of being unaware. It's your spidey sense. You can see, you can hear, you can feel at levels that most people are unaware of. Most people are walking around deaf, numb, and blind. Oh, they're, they're looking, but they're too busy judging to see. Oh, their tympanic membrane's vibrating and they're hearing sounds, but they're not listening to anybody but the voice in their head. And most people have the ability to touch.
But let's be honest, the only thing a lot of you have felt for a long time is pain, anger, resentment. And so you got to realize that there are levels of learning and we are unconscious creatures. Matter of fact, the first level of learning is something called in- unconscious incompetence. If I was to hire you and tell you you have to do something, that, that first level is called unconscious incompetence. You're not, you don't know what you don't know. You have no idea that you're no good at something. But then you make that first step to the next level of learning, and that's called conscious incompetence. Now you know that you're no good at it. But you start to learn, you start to study, you listen to a great speaker like Mr. Black on living life like it matters. And now you become consciously competent. That means you know that you can do it, but it takes constant uh, concentration and work. But then I encourage you to keep going, you keep working, and you pick yourself up, dust yourself off, hit it again. And you reach the fourth level of learning, which is unconscious competence. You know that you can do it, and you can do it without thinking. In other words, you know what you don't know. And in life, we have filters. We delete, we distort, we generalize. We numb ourselves down because the pain gets so great. But what if? What if you're coasting through life and you don't even realize it? What if you're, you're, you've stopped breathing a long time ago? You're still existing. And if you were to die tomorrow, your epitaph will say, died 2011, died 2013, died October 12th, but buried sometime later. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we're bringing hope and change. Today, we're going to be joined by guests that will show you when you open your eyes and open your ears, you might realize you've been coasting. And today, we're going to talk about coasting no more with Team 251. We'll be right back after these messages. If I was your mother and you had a drug problem, I'd grab you by the ear and make you call and get help. You can be in treatment tomorrow and start to get clean in seven days. Follow mom's advice and call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. Write this number down. 800-210-7907-800-210-7907-800-210-7907. That's 800-210-7907. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I was I was raised in a church uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life and this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith and that's a huge huge part of my life that's just been missing and I just I, I feel rejuvenated if that makes sense that you know knowing that God's walking right next to me every day every night you know he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter but he's here for for me right yeah. now and you have some peace don't you oh it's 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 really amazing sorry i'm going to get emotional That's okay. but it's 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 amazing it's an amazing feeling inside my heart like it matters unique approach allows people to see hear and experience leadership in motion like it matters radio radio like it matters Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And you know why Like It Matters matters? Because you matter. Because I matter. Life matters, people. And you know what makes it matter? Our belief system. See, everything we do or do not do is driven by belief system. 
And that's why I love the quotes by people that are positive thinkers, that are positive speakers. You know, Andrew Carnegie was a very wealthy man. I think it was Standard Oil. Uh, man, he made billions of dollars. The Carnegie Foundation, the Carnegie name is incredible. But Andrew Carnegie, not only was great in business, he was great in life. He was a winner. He was wealthy, not just in money, but he was wealthy in wisdom. He was wealthy in the way of the thoughts. You know, he used to say, if you want to be happy, set a goal that commands your thoughts and liberates your energy and inspires your hopes. I'm sorry. Steel, yeah, standard. I think it's standard. I'm sorry, not oil. Standard steel. I think it was something like that. Yeah, thank you. My my producer goes, not oil, steel. It's steel. It's Carnegie. Yeah, but either way, he's big. When you you are what you think, so just think big. Believe big. Act big. Work big. Give big. Forgive big. Laugh big. Love big. Live big. Carnegie. But where I want to jump off from is what his last quote is any idea that is held in the mind that is either feared or revered will begin at once to clothe itself in the most convenient and appropriate physical forms available. That's such a powerful quote. In other words, as you think, so you become. And whether you're remembering a traumatic thought or you're remembering how good you are or you're remembering that you're a piece of garbage, whatever we think about most often, I know it sounds weird, but we start manifesting that, we start becoming that. And that's why I love what I do because I get to bring people into my training and they get to challenge their own thoughts about themselves. And that's why change happens. So we're gonna be joined by a couple guests from this last weekend's class so they can tell you for themselves what 48 hours in the world of Mr. Black will do for you. So let's go to line number one. Let's welcome Don Zell to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing good, how you doing today? I'm doing awesome. So, uh, uh, man, you spent the weekend with Mr. Black, huh? You still alive? I sure did. I sure did. Uh, hey, how did you get to get Like It Matters? Back. That's okay. How did you get to Like It Matters? Who, who sent you? Uh, my co- the company that I work for is called Ecotent uh, out of Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, ran by a good guy named Mike Rhodes. Yeah, Mike Rhodes is a, a great leader, and you, you you joined the company not too long ago, and Mike said, hey, I want to go and uh, invest in you. And so when you got there, Donzel, on, on Thursday night, were you excited about being there? Did you want to be there? I mean, what was your mindset when you started the class? Um, yeah, I was super excited about being there. Um, I didn't know really what I was getting into, but I was learning and expect some leadership. Yeah, so, so tell me, how was your weekend? Was it a good weekend? Was it a bad weekend? Was it boring? Man, what was your weekend like for you, Dunza? It was a fantastic weekend. Very fantastic weekend. Uh, I learned a lot of new things about myself. Uh, Mr. Black uh, really touched a lot of great topics and how to become a better leader with himself. So it was an awesome weekend. Let me ask you, uh, you know, you spent 14 hours in that classroom, and, and you had people from all over. I mean, there were people from different countries. There was white-skinned and black-skinned and brown-skinned. There were people who believed in God, people who didn't believe in God. Tell, tell me about that group of people you went through that training with. Uh, how do you feel about them? Man, it was an awesome group. Like he said, it was everybody was different. Everybody came from uh, different walks of life, but... Everybody was very nice, very cool, and I, I met some really good people this weekend. 
Yeah, I mean, incredible how a group of strangers with so many different beliefs, so many different, they look different, and we talk different, and we had some great accents of normal, bland people like me, but to bring all those people together and almost like a family, is that fair to say? Absolutely, absolutely. That's what's so cool about it. We live in a world right now that wants to say, you know, Donzel and I look much different. He's a far better looking guy than I am, a lot taller, a lot darker looking. Uh, but you know what? You and I, Donzel, have a lot in common. We learned that this week, and all of us in the class, we all want to love and be loved. We all have problems from the past, and we all want to have hope for a future, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Everybody in the class, like I said, uh, was very cool. We all came from different walks of life, but at the end of the day, we were one team at the end of this course, and uh, Mr. Black, you did a great job. I appreciate that. Hey, you've been out of class now for a few days, Donzel. So you went to this 48-hour class. Give me one of the biggest benefits. What do you think is the biggest benefit you got from the class? Uh, the biggest benefit I got from the class was just learning how to be honest with myself, um, learning how to uh, not only be a better leader, but ways to stand on my actions of being a better leader. Uh, so I've got a, I got a lot of good things out of the class. There's so much that he offers uh, within a short period of time. But when you leave there, you have so much good information to keep you going. And I think that's what I'm most excited about, the information I have to keep going. And outside of class, you have, I saw two beautiful things that uh, you, you work your work life for. And I saw a, a beautiful mother of your child, and I saw a beautiful child. Let me ask you, what, there's, a lot of wind blow, there's a lot of wind or something blowing. I don't know if you could get out of the wind, but uh, what's, the di- uh, what's the difference this week? What have you noticed different about yourself in relationship to those personal relationships like your son? How are you responding differently? What are you seeing about yourself? Um, I'm seeing a lot more growth, uh, a lot more patience, uh, especially with my son. He's five years old, so he's super hyper, and he's got all these fresh ideas. Uh, sometimes being a father is about slowing down and being more patient. Uh, so I'm absolutely seeing that uh, since I've left class. Uh, and that's where it pays off because I know the one major focus, big focus of yours is that boy that you didn't really have a, a father around. And so you are now being the father that you never had. And that's a huge impact in, in how you see your son, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like you said, I didn't have my father growing up. So I knew once it was my turn to be a father, um, I was going to give it a thousand percent. And that's what I do day in and day out. Yeah, and it's so cool. And hey, real quick, uh, you know, you would talk, you and I shared on the phone that you didn't share this, but when you were 16 years old, you uh, you got a shootout and you, you came to a near-death experience. And you said you were you were f- f- struggling with some PTSD that really nobody really knew about and you couldn't overcome it. Can you, can you, would you mind sharing that story again and kind of the impact that this training's had? Uh, absolutely. Like I was sharing with you, um, went through some things when I was younger that I don't really share. Uh, being shot and uh, being in a situation where it could be life or death is uh, pretty traumatic in the, on anyone, you know what I mean? So for a long time, I suffered from just sharing that and being open about it and uh, having that on my back. Um, and when I came through the cla- uh, came to your class, um, I learned how to be open and inner touch in my emotions. And um, it was very helpful um, experiencing uh, your teaching, um, and it's helped knock some things off my back from the past. 
Oh, yeah. And, you know, there's so many people out there struggling with PTSD. And what PTSD is just a replaying of a traumatic experience. That's why, as I was leading up to you, uh, Dunzel, I wanted to share that Andrew Carnegie quote, because any idea that is held in the mind that is either feared or revered, again, uh, either something awesome or something totally fearful. And that, that was a traumatic experience. I mean, gunfire and defending yourself and wondering if your life's on the line. It's like a military experience. And so you create an experience Absolutely. that's either feared or revered. Once it's created, will begin at once to clothe itself in the most convenient and appropriate physical forms. And so it starts manifesting itself in, in bitterness or hurt or fear. And I think there's 1,400 known ailments alone connected to fear. And so it's held you back. It's held you back from stepping out. And you shared with me that you have a dream of being uh, of doing something, and this has helped you kind of start moving in that direction. What's that dream that you have? Absolutely. Touching others. Uh, my vision is to be a leader within the community and uh, impact the youth with my word and what I've been through and just help people understand that uh, holding on to your fears and holding on to what you've been through uh, can turn into, um, like you said, bitterness and anger. And sometimes releasing that energy and trying to move forward is the best thing you can do. That's why one of your favorite quotes from this weekend are, if you fall down, you give back up, it off and keep going forward. Amen. As Pro- Proverbs twenty four sixteen says, a righteous man will stumble seven times, but get back up. But the wicked will stumble to ruin. And you, you saw me do this so much, Donza. I would say, pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit it again and again and again Absolutely. and again. Right? Amen. Well, hey, brother, Absolutely. I appreciate you so much. And man, if you need anything, I'm here with you. I'm here for you. I, I sent you a good word this morning, so you should make sure you read it. Absolutely, I sure will. And um, I just want to say thank you again, Mr. Black. I want to give a shout out to Mike Rose from Equal Ten Las Vegas uh, for sending me on this opportunity and this journey. And uh, I wish you all the best and God bless everyone. Amen. God bless you, brother. We'll talk off radio, okay? Thank you, man. Hi, buddy. You know, I'm reading Atomic Habits by James Clear, and he says, you know, our habits matter. And you know what habits are? There are things that we do over and over and over. They're unconscious patterns. We start doing them consciously, and those aren't just smoking and drinking. You're thinking of that. No. Stephen Covey said there were seven habits of highly effective people. We tend to think of habits as negative. They can be, but they can also be good, but they can be thoughts. See, and when we change habits, we got to change our beliefs. We got to take a look at our belief system. Take a look at the patterns of our behavior. And then we need to look at change. One thing constant in life is change. And there are three levels of change. You can change an outcome, you can change a process, or you can change an identity. And one thing I've learned in 31 years of helping people, the most effective way to change our habits is not to focus on what you want to achieve, but who you wish to become. Our identity emerges out of those belief systems, out of our habits. And becoming the best version of ourselves requires us to continually edit our beliefs and upgrade and expand our identity and that's what happens in our training I gotta get people to let go some of the trauma of the past so they can dream for the future and after the break you're gonna hear from an powerful incredible woman that's gonna share her impact we'll be right back my show is about helping people become all they were created to be well we all occupy a body and we don't know how it works we were born into it but man that's a machine And when you understand how that machine works, then you can work it more effectively. 
That's my outcome, to help people be able to make better decisions, have some hope, be inspired to be better today than they were yesterday, to live their life like it matters. Like It Matters Radio with Scott Black. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-504-1123. 800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And ladies and gentlemen, the final leadership awakening for Like It Matters will be December 7th through 9th in Dallas, Fort Worth. Uh, It's going to be a big uh, class. It's going to be a a, a memorable weekend. So, uh, man, if you want to have the best holiday season you ever wanted, if you want to give your family the best gift, you know the best gift you can give your family is? A better you. Uh, A better spouse, a better parent, a better boss, a better co-worker. That's what we need, uh, and that's what you will get from this. And it'll be the final Leadership Awakening ever for Like It Matters. So for those of you that's uh, been waiting, wait no more, because December 7th through 9th, uh, you can read about it at likeitmatters.net. There are three places to live, people. You can live in survival, you can live in success, or you can live in significance. There are three intrinsic circles, the center circle uh, being survival, you know, a lot of people are just uh, surviving. You know, you're just a squirrel wicking get your nut. You know, you're just getting through. My animals do that, too. You're just looking for a meal, looking for a shelter, looking for a place to be safe. You know, and for some times, you know, in Israel right now, Gaza Strip, uh, in Ukraine, you know, survival has a place. Don't get me wrong. But for those of us not in a physical, real-life war situation, we got to move beyond survival. And yet some people get hurt, get broken, get abandoned, and they just want to, they're just, just working to live day by day. Every day they show up and they do time. Right outside that is a level called success. Now, success seems a lot better than it is, but it's not the final place. Success is still about us. Success is about us getting as many nuts as we can. Success is about us storing up some nuts. Maybe success is about us getting our own nut store. And so look at how successful Mr. Squirrel is over there. (laughs) So it's not you just a squirrel working to get your nut. Now you got lots of nuts and you're making money off of nuts, but uh, that's a little success. But let me suggest that we're what we're called to is something called significance. And significance always requires other people. And so now you haven't been gathering nuts for you. You've been gathering nuts to feed your squirrel world. That's all you've been sharing those nuts. You've been seeing people that don't have enough nuts and you've been sharing your nuts. Uh, I'm just being a little nutty here talking about squirrels, but those three levels are absolutely true. 
you're either in survival mode, you're either success mode, or you're beyond yourself. Beyond yourself. I'll say it again. Beyond yourself and living in this mode called significance. And the key is you got to become aware. Because unless you know what one you're living in, how can you change levels? So with that said, let's go to the phone lines and let's welcome June to Like It Matters Radio. Hey, June, how are you? Mr. Black, I'm phenomenally alive this morning. That's right. Wouldn't it be cool if you could have your own cheering section just like that whenever I introduce somebody? <laughs> hey, I just woke up. Yay! <laughs> yeah. I would, I would thrive on, on that. Let's see how good my producers. Hey, I just made some toast. <laughs> ah, see, I was worried that John wasn't paying attention. See, I pay all this money and people don't even listen to me, right? So, yeah, crickets, yeah. So, hey, so you joined me last week and you were in Team 251. No more crickets, John. You were in Team 251. Uh, what brought you to my door? How did you find out about me? Oh, my gosh. You know, it's kind of funny because um, I had heard from my daughter and her amazingly, uh, phenomenally godlike uh, husband, my son-in-law, that they had gone to this conference at separate times. And then they were talking, you know, different things just in general. And then about uh, two weeks ago, they called me and said, hey, uh, guess what we're going to do for you, Mom? I'm like, what? We're going to give you an early Christmas present. And they gifted me your conference. I'm like, wow. oh, that's a great, that's a great gift. That's what was my first uh, thought. <laughs> first thought, yeah. Let me ask you, when 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 they came back, did you notice anything? I mean, before you even considered going, when like your daughter Jade came back or, or or Caleb came back, did you did you notice anything? Was there any difference you were aware of? You know, it's funny um, because I didn't realize what, of course, what type of training it was or anything like that, but. I've noticed in the, since they've come back that there's a strength, there's an underlying strength and um, like the purpose, like the driven, it's, it's so strong. Um, and I couldn't put my finger on it. I'm like, what the heck is different? I didn't know what it was. And I, I certainly didn't apply it to the training because I just thought it was another seminar that they'd gone to. Just in general, they said a leadership seminar. I believe them. Um, but this is something on a completely, completely different cosmic level. Yeah, no, I used to, and I hate to be too adult, but there used to be this little pill that men take, you know, to make themselves happier, you know, with their wives. And, and I remember the commercial, this guy walked in, a real nerdy looking guy, but he's in a suit and he's got a swing in his step. He's swinging and they go, hey, Gary, you looking good? You working out? Oh, no. <laughs> Have you lost weight? Oh, no. <laughs> well, something looks different about you, Gary. And he's just got a big old smile on his face, walking in full stride. And, you know, our training is inside out training. And I tell you this, we, we, when you improve the person you improve their performance and when you improve the performance you improve all relationships both business and personal and that's why it's so powerful that it starts on the inside out and manifests itself outward through our interactions through our thoughts through our mannerisms uh, and it's it's powerful so so here we are you wind up going you're in class five minutes into class what do you think what's going through your head you can be honest <laughs> Okay. Well, first of all, let me just tell you, five minutes into the class, I was like, what did they sign me up for? Like, this is not your, you know, sit in the crowd and take notes type of class. This is not that yep. at all. No. And um, it immediately brought to mind, like, okay, I don't know what this is, what's going to happen. I have no idea, but 
I need to be here. I need to be, uh, whatever this is, something, I'm going to gain something for this and I'm going to grab onto it. I was like, um, you know, I think one of the things you referenced was like a sponge. And I was like, yeah. I don't know what it is, but I'm sponging it up. <laughs> yeah. No, and it's so true. And the sad part is we sponge up a lot of things in life that aren't good for us. And that's why we're in the mess we're in. And you know that we're, we are like a sponge and we go through life and we soak up stuff. We absorb stuff. And unfortunately, not a lot of it's good. You know, even though you and, you and I are, are, are believers in the God of the Bible, we follow after Yahweh. And the Bible even yeah. says that you are to be in this world, but not of this world. Uh, and a lot of people uh, are of this world and in the world. They don't know the difference. And that's when I bring up the chocolate chip and a chocolate chip cookie. You know, after that chocolate chip cookie is made, you can't remove the butter. You can't remove the sugar. You can't remove the flour. Why? Because they are of the cookie but that chocolate chip is made and it resists pressure so even under the pressure of being baked and all that it never loses its form and so that chocolate chip is in the cookie but it's not of the cookie you can remove that chocolate chip out at least most of it uh and it's like it was never there and that's what we're supposed to be and stuff goes gets attached to us and and what i do is i put a lot of pressure uh and i squeeze some of the gunk out of you what do we call it this weekend yeah. this the funk, some of the gunk, some of the junk, right? The the three unks, right? And right. so uh, did you know that you needed the training? I mean, did you know that you were in a place where this would help you? What was your thought going into it about that? Oh, my gosh. Nothing like that at all. I mean, uh, I came to the realization fairly um, early on that um, I came in there not thinking that I needed uh, what you were going to provide in this training, which is a whole nother level of breaking down and building up. And I'm like, wait, I don't, I didn't think this applied to me. And listening to the, the stories of my teammates, everybody has their stories. You inferred yeah. earlier, everybody has their walk experiences and they bring that with them. But my walk, I had stuff in my past that I had thought I had dealt with. So I didn't even realize from my mind, logically, I was like, I'm good. I'm not broken inside. I'm not, uh, I don't need anything to change. I don't need anything to move forward. I, I, I have my head on. I know where I need to go. But that wasn't what I needed to go where I needed to go. I didn't, I, I didn't know I was broken, but I quickly came to the realization that that might not be true. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing. We, we, we tend to compare ourselves to other people. And what you were doing is what I do is like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm way better than most. But God doesn't compare us. We don't compare ourselves to other people. There's the flaw. We, get, we live in a world that wants us to compare each other. The whole covetous movement of privilege is we're care, comparing ourselves to other people and said, well, they have more of this than I have, or they have a prettier this than I had, or they have more. And that's never, that's, the tenth, that's a violation of the 10th commandment. Thou shalt not covet your your neighbor's horse, your neighbor's wife, your neighbor's uh, you know social standing. You know that, that's what it says. Uh, and what happens is we get off base and we're not aware of what's going on. And so a lot of it, I call it truth therapy. I, I come with a, a hammer of truth that say, hey, you might want to look again because you might not be where you're at. Uh, and that's the key. And I'm going to keep you on for the break, but uh, stay with me because you know all true leaders ask themselves three questions. Where am I now? Where am I going? And what will it take to get there and how long? And people always want to focus on question number two, where am I going? But I always say, no, you stop. 
the most important question of those three in regards to all three together is that first question. You know, where am I now? And a lot of people don't know how important that is, June, and you didn't either because, you know, it's the guy that's out in the cornfields in Nebraska, assurance salesman, looking for this one this one ranch, and he's driven by it, and he's supposed to be there, and he can't find it, and now he's lost. And so he pulls over the side of the road, and he sees a farmer on the side of the road, and he steps out, he says, tells him where he's working to go to, and, you know, how he got lost, and he asked the guy, how do I get to there from here? And he said, you can't get to there from here. And see, if, if you don't know what your starting point is, there's three questions all leaders ask themselves. Where am I now? Where am I going? And what will it take to get there and how long? And if you don't know your starting point, where you're at reality, then you can't get anywhere, even if you think you got your vision defined. And so for you, June, it was so big because you came to a realization you're not where you thought you were. You were kind of going through the motions. You were coasting, right? You didn't realize it, but you were. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, I mean, and hold that thought. Hold that thought. I set you up. Uh, we're going to go to break <laughs> real quick. But when we come back, we're going to pick up on that because the Tyler show is coasting no more. Two five one. We'll be back with June to finish the conversation. Give me forty eight hours, and I will give you a new beginning. Give me forty eight hours, and I will give you hope. Give me forty eight hours, and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. I could listen to any national big personality like Glenn Beck or Dave Ramsey, but the way Scott Black applies his academic approach to the average person is so much more relatable. Hey, this is Brett from Sacramento. On the Like It Matters radio show, Scott encompasses a 360-degree view of day-to-day life. So that obviously starts with spirituality and branches out into leadership, branches out into your workplace, social issues, family issues, local issues, national issues, political issues. If you're able to clearly see kind of where you're at, what your purpose is, everybody needs this. It is life-changing. You know Like It Matters Radio brings truth therapy. Here's what you can do to help share this truth. Please call the program manager of your local radio station and ask them to add Like It Matters Radio to their schedule. Like It Matters Radio is radio like it matters. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. And you know one of the greatest things I get to do in my training? I get to meet incredible people. And I get to meet people that I don't get to teach, but who teach me. And what's special about the lady who's joining us right now is she taught me a great lesson. God used her to remind me that to to quit judging people, that sometimes our perception of what somebody is doing and what they're doing is not the same. That's why I started this show with the, The Cookie Thief, one of my favorite poems by Valerie Cox. Because it's a story about someone who absolutely sure that something's going on. And there's something totally different happening. And if you're not open to that and aware of that, uh, then you're just stuck in your own ego. 
because omniscience is perfect knowledge and only one of them has that and his name is Jesus. You might call him Yahweh, Adonai El Shaddai El Elyon. So on the phone with us is June. Welcome back, June. I appreciate you being with us. Thanks for having me, Mr. Black. So, uh, you, you know, you're a, a woman that's a senior in years. You have a lot of wisdom. Uh, you've had a lot of trauma. And about, uh, was it nine years ago, you lost your husband, correct? That's correct. After That was after an eight-year battle with uh, cancer. So we went through that, and then it's been nine years since he's passed. So you have that uh, going on, and that's huge traumatic. And then you also realize that you had some issues from childhood. It sounds like you and I were in a very similar place. We were uh, physically abused as children. And uh, and uh, me too, I thought I had dealt with that because I'd been working on myself. And, and I told you about five months ago, God woke me up that over the last 10 years, I'd kind of fallen in some old unconscious um, mental habits. And I think for you, that was kind of an awakening as well, that you'd realize that you hadn't dealt with that childhood trauma as much as you thought you did. Would you mind talking about that a little bit? Sure. Um, for me, it was a simple case of like, okay, I, I'm grown. I, I'm in control of my life. I recognize that this is something that happened in my past. Um, I had a very strict disciplinarian dad, and he, um, in the way of the early 60s, he took his um, discipline uh, at, at full force with a belt or whatever else. And yeah. it was kind of like being uh, around an alcoholic. You know, you never knew when the next shoe would fall with the anger. Um, and But for me, it was like, okay, I know that happened in my childhood. It was very traumatic, not just for me, but my yep. siblings as well. I watched a lot of things go on. Um, but I, I, I thought I had dealt with it in the sense that, all right, he's been long gone. He's passed many, many years ago, almost 40 years ago, um, which is even more impactful when I thought about it later as I'm processing uh, your training and, and the tools that you've given us is that this, this, he's been gone for 40 years and he still had a hold yeah. of my life that I did not recognize. And Isn't what I realized is, Stunning, yeah, yeah and, and, and how I was reacting to certain situations and how I was treating people. Um, I like to believe that I was open and past all of that and not applying any of that. Cause you know, you always say, I'm never going to do what my parents did, but yeah. you know, yep. I found myself doing exactly the opposite. Yep. And, um, I, I realized that not just with my own children, but also with those around me, my family, my friends, um, when certain situations would come up, um, my first default was what I knew from my childhood, not yep. what I wanted to yep. do, but what I, what I knew to do. And yep. I, you know, like I said, I didn't come into your training thinking I was broken. But when I uh, got after that first day, I was like, yeah. you know what? Mr. Black may think that I'm here for the wrong reasons, but I don't even care that he's a trainer. I'm here yeah. to learn what I need to do to break down these walls. Yeah. And regardless yeah. of whether or not, unless he marches me out that door, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know what happened? I came to realize afterwards when you shared that with me. I because there was something early on that I just didn't register. It was like, is she mocking me? She's silly. And then I kind of thought, okay, she's belittling or whatever. This is how we put our own perception on it. This is why we got to be careful about what you were doing. I see it now is you were. I was the abusive parent uh, again, not consciously. This was all playing at the unconscious level, and you were just making me please. You were doing what you thought I was. You were supposed to pleasing me, and I'm not. It's not registering with me. And it just. It was so powerful, but. And which really, I think when you open that door, it brought you to the second door, which was you came to the realization that you've been basically coasting, ready to, to die or whatever. And you're, and you're out there volunteering. You're out there helping people. Talk about that, the, the realization that you've came to that you were, you've been coasting since the, that death of your husband. 
Yeah, you know, one of your trainings, you came, uh, I, I, I visualized my husband in front of me and how he made me feel safe, secure, um, like I could tackle any mountain, even though he's silly. I was more the, the mom, mature figure in the relationship, but yeah. I, he still gave me that security. So what I came to realize was, oh my gosh, it's almost been nine years that he's been gone, and I've really not progressed in my life. Like you said, I've been serving on other people, doing things, outwardly doing things, but there was nothing that was coming inward. I wasn't progressing. I've been coasting. I haven't done anything to progress and move my life forward, my own inner being. I'm a child of the living God, and this is what I've given him, what I'm lifting up to him? No. No. I was so, I was literally shocked to my core when I realized that. Um, and, and God bless him. My son-in-law has said, me a couple, said to me a couple times, um, Mom, I think you're in survival mode. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. But you know what, Mr. Black? It needed to yep. come from your training. It absolutely had to come from your training. I would, for nine years, I feel like I've been coasting. And that is, that stopped. That stopped the minute I walked out of that class. I'm like, I'm not wasting another second. None of us know when our next day or, or hour will come, but I am not wasting whatever I have on this planet Earth. I'm telling you that. Amen. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to correct you on something. That didn't start when you walked out of my class. That started about Friday night, maybe Saturday morning, about two or three in the morning. That's when that yeah. started. You know You're that, correct. June. You know that because because yeah. I saw you give it all uh, at one twenty five, one thirty on Saturday. You gave it your all and uh, out of body experience. Phenomenal. And what's different for June? I mean, this week you've been home now. This is Tuesday couple days what have you noticed different about yourself june Oh my gosh, just for example, I had an um, encounter with a coworker at work yesterday. You know, we're coming off this weekend, fatigued, tired, uh, elated, jubilant, all the, all the feels. But I uh, had an encounter with a coworker, and it was disappointing and from my standpoint that uh, something occurred that shouldn't have happened. And I immediately, my head went to, oh gosh, darn it. But then, my focus became laser focused on what he was feeling. He was uh, he was sad that he had disappointed in, in any respect, and I I turned it around and the focus was between what was happening right here right now, not how do we fix this later, what has to happen, how do we do this, and I'm like, and I was able to in that moment not only reflect on how my actions were affecting him, but how his reaction was affecting me. It's that thing that you say between the stimulus and the response. There's that gap. And I let, yeah. I, I let that gap settle in enough to say, how are you going to change this? Because you, do, you cannot go back to what you said before. You cannot go back to what you did before. You need to resonate on what Mr. The Black provided in the trainings. He's given you the tools. Move it forward. That's, that was just an, a, an eye-opening experience for me. And I've been resonating in that all, week, all night long. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it works. <laughs> yep. Well, and that the, the Lord made us, our Creator made us six times faster than we can talk. And so that's the thing, you know, when someone, you know, it's transactional analysis. There's a stimulus and there's a response. And the stimulus does not dictate the response. And here's why I say that, because the mind is six times faster than we can talk. When someone says something or does something, see, you slowed it down. You realize what we do. We go to what we know. We see something from our past or we say something from our past or we feel something from our past and then we respond to it. So we're technically not responding to the, the stimulus. We're responding to our narrative and what you did instead of automatically responding in a negative way, you now talked yourself out of it in that space between, right? In the space between and you right. did something different. Isn't that incredible? 
it was absolutely incredible. And I realized not only is it um, doable, but it's, it, it, it changes your whole outcome, not only for you, but the people around you. And isn't that what we all want to do? We want to get to what you were saying, that last um, place of significance. I don't want to live my yep. life where dash didn't make a, uh, a difference and, and everybody says nice things at the end. I want everybody to realize the nice things are happening now because we have those choices that we can make daily. Amen. And that's what Ephesians 4.31 talks about. Let all bitterness and indignation and wrath and resentment and quarreling and slander, abusive speaking, blasphemous language be banished from you with all malice. That's what it says. You know, and focus only on those things that are good and pure. God tells us these things not because he's a cruel dictator, because he's our manufacturer. He knows how we're made and he wants to help us live our lives like they matter because he loves loves us. He's a good daddy. So I am so proud of you, June. I'm so honored to call you sister and friend, and thank you for your commitment. And uh, uh, we got about 20 seconds left. Anything you'd like to say before I let you go? Yeah, I just can't even. Um, grateful and, and thankful is not deep enough for this. It's priceless. Um, you were mentioning your last seminar or training coming up, and I, I, I want the world to go. I want the, you to be inundated. I want you to be worn out from the head of your uh, your head to your, your toes because everybody needs to go through this. You know, like I said, there are those the people that recognize that they're broken. There's people that they don't recognize they're broken. But in any uh, whatever wherever you're at on your journey, because and that's the other thing, it's made me look at people differently. Yeah. Logically, I knew everybody has a path, but everybody uh, needs to go through this to recognize their inner being and and live out that significance for our Creator. Thank you so much. God bless you. I am Mr. Black. Remember, when you live your life like it matters, like June, it does. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching counseling our radio show and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.